I'm Alice Arnold, and on this week's podcast, we're talking to Julian Bird, who is the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre, and he's going to be telling us all about what's hot and what's not this summer. Hello, Julian Bird, Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre. Um, Hello, Alice Arnold. <laughs> I haven't got a title. Presenter See, of no, yeah, this famous podcast. Exactly right, exactly right. I've asked you to come in to guide us through the summer of wonderful theatre that is in London right now. I thought we'd start... So let's, let's say you've got the family and it's school holidays are starting and you're thinking, what shall I take the kids to? Um... Of course, we've got all the classic musicals, the family musicals, and there's lots of them around. We've got Aladdin, Lion King, School of Rock, Wicked, Matilda, Mamma Mia, and The Tiger Who Came to Tea. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, tell me about The Tiger Who Came to Tea. That's about the one I haven't seen out of all of those. Uh, As as lots of listeners will know, you know, we're approaching August, which is our big month of celebrating the family and Kids Week. So, Mm. you know, if you want to get your uh, kids go free to the theatre when you buy a ticket, it literally is, you know, one of the the biggest kind of things we do is audience development as a theatre industry. So kidsweek.co.uk, you can Mm. see we've got 50-something shows on there that you can get tickets throughout August for. Um, And yeah, all those big family blockbuster musicals uh, coming in and then, you know, some um, shows for really much younger children. So The Tiger That Came to Tea, a perennial favourite of of summers in London. Uh, We're going on a bear hunt. Um, similarly based on that famous children's book. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of things. And then for, you know, a little bit the older ones, you know, the horrible histories are back, you know, uh, for those uh, slightly older children who like the blood and the gore and mm. uh, and history told in a, in a different way, hugely popular. So, you know, we've got something for, I think, all ages there. I was amazed at how many, when I went to see Wicked again for the first time in 12 years, I'd seen it 12 yeah, years ago wow. and I saw it yeah. again a couple of weeks ago. Amazed how many kids were in the audience for that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it attracts quite a mixed um, audience, you know, and, and some mad fans of that show, you know, who go oh, back and back time um, after time again and, and know every word, know not every just for the lyrics, word. but for the uh, the speech as mm. well. I mean, it's a perennial favourite. I mean, really, really popular. And Aladdin, of course, which I saw only only last week and, and obviously a great show to take the kids, the Disney thing. They, they all, well, all the I songs, you know, from the Disney movie yeah. and, uh, and a bit more and uh, some extraordinary effects on stage as well. And then staying with, yes, there are, like a flying carpet. Flying carpet. Just a flying carpet. And a real-life genie, you know. So uh, for those who haven't seen it, worth going for the genie alone, I would say. Absolutely. Doesn't he steal the show? He really does. He really is fantastic. um, Wonderful performance that was. Uh, There are some newer musicals that for those of us who've sort of already seen everything, if you want to to grab a new one. There's Little Shop of Horrors starting at Regent's Park, which Absolutely. I'm very excited about. So this is the open-air theatre in Regent's Park, uh, famous, if you like, for its summer musical. It's a theatre that operates about three months of the year, does, does three or four productions, but it's always sort of the summer musical that everyone looks forward to the most. And it's Little Shop of Horrors this year, so uh, what a perfect location, really, to see that show. So, uh, well, the you know, and with, with, with hopefully some lovely weather, as it's... we've been having, let's hope that I that uh, continues. I mean, yeah. honestly, if the summer stays like this, it'll be an absolute joy because sometimes when you go to Regent's parties you have to bring a blanket absolutely but if it goes well, on being this warm I'm going to tempt fate by saying this but I happen to know they haven't lost a performance yet this year at all because of the weather so no. uh, you well, know uh, which is fantastic the so. forecast looks like they're not going indeed, to indeed indeed uh, other sort of newer we've got the King and I King and I is um, just about it, 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 uh, it's press night is I think July the 3rd at the London Palladium 
Um, so this is the production revival that's come from the Lincoln Center uh, in New York with the really very famous in New York theatre uh, actress Kelly O'Hara, who, you know, Tony uh, winner, one of kind of New York's foremost uh, musical theatre stars. You know, I mean, it's hard to who do you compare her to here, but I mean, she she is at least as big as Elaine Page was when she was at the height of her fame here, okay. you know, some time ago. Uh, and Kelly is fantastic playing Anna. Uh, and Ken Watanabe, who some people know from, from various movies, who was also in the Lincoln Centre production, you know, um, reprising his role as the king. So, um, and it's just, I, I, I was lucky enough to see it in New York when it was on at the Lincoln Centre. It's an extraordinarily opulent, brilliant uh, production. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Presumably, the set is amazing it's and absolutely it's absolutely spectacular and, and wonderful. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I thoroughly recommend it. And. Um, you know, it's one of those great musicals, isn't it? Well, you know, it's a classic. It's a classic. Glorious tunes, huge cast, beautifully done. Mm. Uh, I adored it when I saw it. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, other newer musicals, Strictly Ballroom. I haven't had the chance to see that yet. And Tina, which, um, well, Tina going along the thing of, have we got Dusty the musical? Is that, that's on tour? So there's a show called, yeah, there's a new musical based on Dusty Springfield. It's actually just, um, it's, it's opening out of town, doing an out of town tour, and then mm. I think they're going to see whether it comes in uh, to London. It's done, I think, three previews so far in Bath. So right. uh, yeah, it's hot, hot on the heels. Uh, but Tina is truly spectacular. I mean, if you love the music of Tina Turner, um, there are two lead actresses who who alternate the role: Adrienne Warren, who plays it most of the week, um, and they are absolutely extraordinary. I mean, it, it, it's one of those, uh, in a way, utterly feel good shows at the end but it doesn't shy away actually from some of the darker bits in Tina Turner's life much much discussed and talked about and her relationship with her her husband Ike um it's really really well done it's it worth saying it's the same creative team that did the original Mamma Mia so oh, Philida Lloyd directing and her mm-hmm. and the creative team it's it's really spectacular mm. really really worth these going. biographical musicals are all the thing now aren't they they're I mean, all the rage yeah, and I guess you know people know the music and yeah. you know already a sense of familiarity I guess when you go mm. but this one is, is especially well done I have to say and you mentioned Strictly Ballroom I mean that's based on the, the Baz Luhrmann movie of some years ago now actually probably dating all of us the ones mm. who could remember it but um Really well done. Will Young in a very central role in it. A lot of singing from Will. Um, but an extraordinary cast of dancers, you know. Um, mm. And it's re- that's just great fun. It's just a great fun night in the theatre. So these are all really feel-good shows for a summer's evening. You know, you want to go to the theatre and come out feeling feeling great. I, I don't know if you would feel great after seeing uh, Consent at the Harold Pinter Theatre. No. I, I mean, it's a challenging play. It's a challenging it? play. It's come from the National Theatre, where it, it was in the small, in the Dorfman Theatre there. Um, you might imagine it, it's all about had, has somebody given consent or not consent um, mm. in a sort of sexual encounter, if you like. Um, but it's all about married couples, so it's slightly different slant on it. Uh, no, it, it's not easy, necessarily easy watching. Brilliantly acted, brilliantly mm. acted. Um, and, and, you know... As well as, as you said, the feel-good stuff, you know, there's quite a bit of harder-hitting theatre as well in London at the moment, mm. you know, whether it's that or um, The Jungle, which is the extraordinary that's production, right, about, you know. About the refugee camp refugee in Calais. camp in Calais that's transferred from the Young Vic at the Playhouse Theatre all over the summer. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of plays that make you think as well, as well as just kind mm. of... Uh, entertainment, I think. Well, sometimes it's uh, like a challenging night at the theatre. What about the really? Lieutenant of Inishmore? Lieutenant of Inishmore is also in previews, opens next week. And um, that's Aidan Turner from Poldark. So I know. If, you're, if you like it, your 
Poldark man. If you like, if you like your Poldark man running out of the sea, <laughs> then he uh, there he mm. is in the flesh. Uh, mm. A Martin McDonough play um, from kind of twenty years ago, revived. Um, it's sort of based at, around the end of the IRA's kind of period of terror, I guess one would call it, in Northern Ireland, and, and about one kind of person and, and his family. Um, quite dark again. Um, mm. I haven't seen it yet. It opens next week, but right. uh, I remember the play from before. Another one that caught my eye was, is it Alison Bechdel? Um, uh, it's it's called Fun Home, and it's at yes, the Young Fun Vic. Home. Yeah. And, and now she was, I heard her interviewed uh, about this. It's it's her life story, basically. She she was brought up in a funeral home. Yeah. And, this, um, and then she came out as gay uh, later in life. And um, basically, this has been turned into a musical. Now, to me, that sounds unlikely. <laughs> An unlikely marriage of funeral uh, I have to say, I thought it was unlikely when I first heard <laughs> yes. it. Um, once again, this is, a, this is a show that won the Tony, actually, a few years ago, the Tony Award in America, so the, our, mm. our equivalent of the Olivier Awards yeah. here, um, for Best Musical and won several acting awards as well. It really is rather a special show, actually. It's a, it's a sort of wonderful telling of a sort of family in microcosm, um, and a family where there are sort of issues almost with everybody, but, you know, um, not issues, but some people have real issues and some are just trying to grow up, you know, <laughs> so it has kids, you know, and parents and everything. It's really, it's a lovely, lovely show. Gene um, Tesori wrote it. It's written by um, a female duo, so that's quite interesting in and of itself mm-hmm. in terms of musical writing. Um Jenna Russell, who lots of people will know both from her theatre work, multiple Olivier winner, but of course has just been in EastEnders for quite a long time, um, is playing the mother in it. Um, you know, really, really worth going. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, then there's a new, uh, it says a classic rock production with legendary ballads and timeless anthems called Knights of the Rose, opening at Indeed. the Arts Theatre. What the the was that about? Well, I haven't seen it either. I mean, no. l- um uh, we've we've obviously just had the most wonderful weekend in West End Live with uh, Magic as our uh, new radio partner on that event, um, taking over the whole of Trafalgar Square. And actually, the cast of Knights of the Rose performed on both days. And it seems to be exactly what, what you said, perform? which is well, lots of kind of rock classics, really, one after the other. In um, <laughs> so, um, I don't know what the story is that binds it all together. Not it's not opened yet, but uh, I, I think if you if you're a lover of those kind of classic rock songs, it's one for you. And so is, of course, Bat Out of Hell. If you Bat Out of Hell, if you're a Meatloaf fan. Yeah, 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 and um, and once again, the, one of the most charismatic front men you will ever see in that show, Bat Out of Hell, who once again in Trafalgar Square decided to climb up the rigging up the side of the stage. Did and all he sort throw of his t-shirt? No, I don't think he did throw the. Mm. Did he? I'm not sure he threw the t-shirt, but he was. We certainly had a St John's ambulance man standing there just in case anything was to come of him while he was trying to clamber up the rigging. See, so. I love him though. He did. He was going to throw his t-shirt at me oh. during um, Magic at the Musicals, but I was not sitting where you I thought sitting I was close going to enough. No. No, I wasn't. no, that and needs just, to be corrected for next year, clearly. It does, clearly, but so, I uh, do feel a sort of parental care for he him. He is, though, isn't he? Wouldn't you say? He's, he's this most Absolutely. extraordinary. I don't know how old he is. He's very early 20s. He's got huge, kind of like more kind of blonde, curly hair than you've ever seen and just mm. incredibly charismatic. But I mean, he's, he's also, sort of he's carries terribly that whole bright show. and terribly intense. Exactly. I absolutely adore yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I've got a very yeah. soft spot for him. He, um, he really, um, really kind of drives that show through if you like and he's amazingly talented yeah. and he's got a fantastic voice yeah. so, and if anyone yeah. goes to see it there is the most extraordinary kind of stage illusion something happens in the final few minutes of the show I will not give anything away which is utterly jaw-droppingly amazing so in that out of hell there you go oh okay know about that right and now if you're liking your Shakespeare there's Indeed. some of that to get involved with we've got Ian McKellen 
Coming to the Duke of York's to Indeed. give his Lear. So this was a production of uh, King Lear that was done actually at Chichester Festival Theatre in the smaller theatre down there, the Minerva, last season, so kind of last autumn. And yeah, Ian McKellen uh, bringing it into London for a, for a short run over the summer. So, uh, you know, the chance to see, you know, one of our, our greatest kind of classic actors, if you like, on stage in London. And then if for lighter Shakespeare, we've got As You Like It at Regent's Park. Once again, just actually at the open-air theatre again, yes. just before Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. So um, the, the park tend to do a, a, a Shakespeare production every year and, and that's there. And, and of, of course, course, let's not forget the Globe and, and places no. like that, you know, and later in this summer, you know, Mark Rylance makes his return to the Globe as well. So, you know, lots of Shakespeare um, around, if you like your Shakespeare, lots, lots yeah. to see. And also, actually, as you like it, very good one to take kids to introduce them to Shakespeare, I think, particularly in the park, because we're set in the Forest of Arden Absolutely. and all of that. And it's and, one of the and, easier you know, stories, it's, it's I think, easier. to understand. And we've got cross-dressing and mistaken yes. identity and yeah. people falling in love. What's not What's to like? What's more on a summer's evening yes. not to enjoy? Plus, so. we've also got Jake, who's classic speech, Seven Ages Absolutely. of Man. Absolutely. No, I mean, it, it, it is. to know where that comes from. I would agree with it. you. It's one of the easier Shakespeare's to, you know, Lear, mm. Lear, dare I say it, at times can be one of the more difficult ones to uh, understand. If you're just not, if, if you're. If you're a Shakespeare virgin and haven't seen Shakespeare before, as you like it is is a really good one to to start yeah. with. I would agree. Like the dream. I mean, it's exactly it's, yeah, yeah. It's good fun. Easy so, to follow. So, what what are the top tips of you? Those are the ones well, that I'd sort of spot. No, those are those out. are the ones I sort of had as well. I mean, you know, we've had a huge amount of of opening, and uh, that you know, all our theatres are full. You know, still with the Hamiltons and the mm-hmm. Book of Mormons and the Harry Potters and everything else. Um, I mean, I guess the one thing uh, you know, the other newish musical on the block is Chicago. You know, back in town. Mm-hmm. Um, where a Cuba Gooding Jr. has sort of opened it as Billy Martin Flynn, Kemp taking Martin over. Kemp taking over. So um, you know that's one uh, for those I don't know who Spandau Ballet and EastEnders fans and whoever else. He, he seems to be uh, uh, pop up all over the place now. But Martin's in that for for a few months. So mm. uh, also and a, and a great fun show, you know, to to go and see. I have to say, having recently been to some of the big sort of classic shows, I have noticed how full the theatres are now. Uh, gone are the days when you would go to the theatre and mm. there'd be you know three people and a dog and yeah. that it, that just doesn't happen. No, I mean it you know we were, to happen anyway. You know they we are a, full. we're a hugely thriving industry. You know over fifteen million people went just to the main central London theatres last year. I mean it, and that's grown every year. You know we're, we're we are you know fantastically a thrive we're the world leading industry in this particular field so long may that continue yeah. well the point I'm making is that listener you need to book your tickets mm. because it's no good just coming on spec no although, although get in, you know the you? one the one thing you know we also run and totally as a not-for-profit as you know for, for the on behalf of the industry is the TKTS booth in Leicester Square so actually that's where you can go to get your kind of discount tickets for today or tomorrow or the next mm. day so just just for the next couple of days uh, and we always have the best availability there you know and you'll get the best price that, that we can give you um, and often you'll get a really good discount there on the day so uh, you know for those for whom sometimes Pennies are tighter. Uh, there are routes to, to come and see some of these big shows um, at a slightly cheaper level. And of course, look out for bringing your kids for free. Yes, kidsweek.co.uk. And, and, you know, that really is something we care passionately about. And last year, I can't remember, 240,000 people went to the theatre through that scheme, you know. So, uh, and kids go free. You know, you buy a, buy a ticket for an adult, then you'll get a children's ticket for free. So, um, you know, across the whole range, whether it's the tiger that came to tea, right the way up to Wicked, as you talked about, you know, there's, hopefully there's availability there for everybody. Well, 
there is a lot to look forward to this. A lot, a lot, and that's before we get into the autumn with another whole whole raft of openings to come. Bring you back in the autumn, Julian. Absolutely. We can only take in a few months. I I know it's too much. Too much. Too much. Otherwise, we just get swamped. Julian Bird, Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. I'm Alice Arnold and that was the Musicals and Theatre podcast. If you enjoyed that, then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic, where I have lots of lovely, timeless, relaxing classics, musical numbers and interviews. 